Hi, welcome to Bunch of Mom Sense, a podcast where two moms talk all things kids, work, life, and, and everything, everything in between. Hi, everybody. We're so glad you've joined us for this episode of Bunch of Mom Sense. This is Heather. And this is Jessica. And tonight we're kind of doing a little something different. Um, we've already recorded a lot of episodes and they've been aired and we've got some other ones planned but um, tonight we just kind of wanted to take some time to talk about the recent events of the pandemic and talk about how it's affected us individually um, and really just kind of talk about what we've dealt with um, since all this has come about. Absolutely. You know, our hearts do go out to all that are dealing with someone that has been impacted, whether it's been with the virus, loss of a loved one due to the virus, or if your livelihood's been impacted by this. So um, we are thinking of you, praying for you and your families. And uh, we just hope that everybody, this, this podcast just episode finds everybody well. Right, right. And we do want to take a minute to be sure to thank all the frontline workers. Um, I work in healthcare, so I work with a lot of physicians. I work a lot with a lot of nurses. Um, kind of something that we've been doing in our hospital, and I think kind of around the country, um, most ho- hospitals have gone to like this no visitor policy. And can you imagine having a baby at this time? Right. And having... I mean, yeah. I've, I've read that sometimes some hospitals aren't allow- allowing the spouse to come in right, to the right. delivery room or mm-hmm. even to visit the baby possibly yeah. afterwards. Yeah. I can't even imagine. It's like they're having them and then just kind of quickly sending them home right. like they can. And so, and then, you know, we kind of take care of an older population, but like your nursing homes, your skilled facilities, they're not allowing visitors either. So you've got these, these patients that are really fragile, you know, could be end of life and your loved one, you can't go see them. And, you know, and I'm sure they're so lonely and it's difficult for the families to know, like, are they being taken care of? Breaks my heart. I mean, I'm sure you've seen all the videos and posts about, you know, just people visiting their parents through the window. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I I tear up every time. Yeah. So one thing we're trying to do at our hospital is um, we're trying to help families FaceTime with each other. Nice. Um, So like if, you know, they are an older population. So not all of them really know how to FaceTime or maybe, maybe some of our patients are um, kind of more sedated and they really can't communicate. Um, but we still think it's important for the families to see their loved one, to see that they're clean, to see that they're being taken care of and have everything that they need. I think it's important for them to lay eyes on them. So, so those are kind of some of the things we're doing, but um you know, we know the the nurses and case managers and respiratory therapists and so many healthcare workers are putting themselves at risk by taking care of these patients. So we do want to give out a big thank you um, to those heroes for sure. Absolutely. Everybody on the front line, including, I mean, I think about the cleaning crews that come out and mm-hmm. come in and clean the hospital rooms and beds and um, the bathrooms and the facilities that the nurses and doctors are using. And they're just so appreciated and all the way to the grocery store workers. I mean, that's really where I have um, had more exposure, obviously being, you know, thankfully healthy and my family's healthy, but, you know, just really being able to thank the grocery store clerks. Um, I saw a lady when I was checking out a couple I don't know. Maybe it's been a week now. Um, it all runs together at this uh-huh. point. Um, and the lady in front of me checking out, you know, you can do the option to get some cash back. And she got 
$20. And then, you know, I noticed her ask the lady, the cashier, you know, can I get it in two tens? And she gave one to the cashier and one to the gentleman that was bagging her groceries. Oh, wow. And I thought, you know what? I have to do this too because that more of us, I'm not saying all of us should do that, but I mean, just anything we can do to help support and just say thank you to these these guys and girls that are working in the grocery stores and even your husband, um, Jessica and law enforcement and firefighters, paramedics, and, and mm-hmm. even you and, and what mm-hmm. you're doing every day too, to, you know, just the morale. I mean, even though you aren't qual- you know, a nurse, you're definitely impacting the morale of your patients. And so I think that's so important too right now. Right. Cause they're scared too. Absolutely. And I mean, they're, um, you know, they're worried that the longer they're in a the hospital, the more of a chance they're going to, be exposed mm-hmm. to that. So, Absolutely. so anyway, so how has, so which you've, you've been at home mm-hmm. um, now is Zach working from home too? So he was working from home. He did go in today. Um, you know, there was no, I mean, it was all social distancing as far as like, mm-hmm. there was like two other gentlemen that were in the building. And I think he just went in just to maybe, you know, kind of get a change of scenery a little bit. He works <laughs> in a very small company, so right. it's, it's not a, a large company at all, but he has been working from home and um, I'm on like, I don't know, week three, three and a half of like being homeschool teacher. And, right, right. But you know, for me, I've been a stay-at-home mom now for, I don't know, maybe almost four years, I guess. And so I, for me, the transition to now having to homeschool and have the kids, or at least my oldest with me every day, it really hasn't been that much of a change. She was only going to school three days a week and she's in pre-K. And I think if I were in a position where I was working full time and all of a sudden, Maybe I had been furloughed and because uh, probably I would have be mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, having to now be with my children 24 mm-hmm. seven during the day, I think it'd be in a huge adjustment right. for me. But yeah. because I was somewhat used to it, it really hasn't been that big of an adjustment. Mm-hmm. Now, today I had a day <laughs> and I think we all have, have in our days, you know, some days I think it's. I'm fine. I'm great. I'm positive. You know, this is what it is. And then some days you hear mom, I'm hungry. And what do you, when you ask your child what you want to eat and they say, I don't know, you tell me, I mean, there's only so many times in a day I can hear that. And then now I'm ready to pull my hair out at the end of the day. (laughs) I know when I walked in, I could tell like you must've had a day, but I mean, like for instance, I feel like I'm on breakfast number five by 10 AM. Like they, they want to eat that much. I know. They are never full. Every 30 minutes, right? Yeah, totally. I know. I I fear I'm going to run out of snacks, not toilet paper. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the truth. (laughs) I find myself having to go back to the grocery store to get snacks to continue to feed my More children. Snacks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just funny, it. but I will say cooking's been different for me. And I don't know about you, like I'm cooking larger portions so that I can have leftovers uh-huh. or have, you know, lunch for the next couple of days or have dinner for maybe two or three more nights and really extending the life of the meals I am making, which I, I hate leftovers. I know we're not big leftover people either. I wish we were because I, I feel like we waste so much food. Mm-hmm. I just need to find a, a more creative way mm-hmm. with it, whether it's maybe cooking meals that are freezable, freeze them mm-hmm. and then pull them out, you know, a week or, or so later. Maybe that would be better. I don't know. No, I mean, I think you have to be creative. Yeah. And those grocery stores, there are so many of them are out of the basic meat that I buy, you know, poultry and, yeah. and ground beef. So I'm like looking up recipes, how to, you know, do recipes <laughs> with, with turkey, like ground yeah. turkey uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> or, you know, uh, pork chops or, you know, whatever. Right. So anyways, it, it has changed the way I cook. So 
And I, and I hate salads. So. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I mean, thankfully, thankfully, a lot of the restaurants have gotten, um, they've adapted in offering curbside pickup. Yes. And thank goodness for state of Texas allowing alcohol to be delivered with that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Did you get you uh, to go margarita the other night? Yes, I did. Good for you. Yes, I did. And it was the best margarita I have tasted in a long time. <laughs> that was the day I was having. <laughs> no, I get it. I, we had Olive Garden last week. And when I did the order, the lady asked at the end, can I add any beer or a bottle of wine to your order? And I go, oh, no, don't worry about it. And she goes, we haven't started. The bottles of wine are just starting at $15. And I thought, you know, I'm spending like probably 12 or $13 at the grocery store for a bottle of wine. What's a couple more dollars? Sure, yeah. add it on. <laughs> These are hard times. I know. Get it while you can. <laughs> she even said when I said it first, no thanks. She goes, well, I just figured you might want one after a long day. It's like, I'm sure they, they just know. They us do moms, know. Us women calling in those orders. <laughs> well, thankfully, thank, thankfully, I mean, I guess this is going to be bad. So our daycare is still open, which... I'm, and I, just clarify for our listeners, you are continuing to have to go into work. You're yes, essential. Yes, I'm considered essential, even though I don't really think sales is an essential position. Um, but I am part of senior leadership. So, mm-hmm. you know, I need to be there to support my team. Right. And, you know, just help fill holes or step in where I can, which, you know, has been like helping FaceTime families and making sure they have everything they need and help assist with the admits, like things like that. But, um, so while I'm working and Brad, of course, is essential being a police officer. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but thankfully our daycare has remained open. I know there's so many out there that have closed. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm so thankful for the daycare workers too, because I know they're putting themselves at risk and absolutely the things they've done to accommodate, um, they, they screen every kid that comes in there before. And as a parent, I now, instead of walking them to their class, I have to drop them off at the door. And so we get to the door, they take their temperature and then they let them in. And then when I go to pick them up, I wait for them at the door. They bring them back, back out to me, which I kind of like. I would think so too. And I kind of wish we could do that every day (laughs) because I don't have to fix their breakfast. I don't have to get them settled in their classroom. I mean, it's like what was usually like a 15 minute drop off for me with three is like now five minutes. Nice. And I kind of love it. <laughs> well, I'm glad that they've stayed healthy. And yes. yeah, thankfully you're, you know, yeah. you're seeing that you need to go to work. I'm glad you have somewhere that your kids can go. Right. Yeah. So, day. yeah, because if, if they had closed, then that would definitely be a, you know, childcare would be tough, you know, with Brad having to sleep during the day and me having to work, um, you know, cause sometimes there's weekends that I'm on call and while Brad was at work or if he was sleeping, trying to get anything done with them three mm-hmm. ain't happening. It just ain't. I mean, I try, like I hide in a pantry to take a phone call. Well, and, and so speaking of that, I really feel for these women moms that are continuing to have to work from home mm-hmm. and homeschool their mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. or just even keep their children alive and fed. Right. And do their full-time job. I mean, hats off to you guys, because that is, as you said, it's, it's, it's a challenge. It's, it's definitely a balance. Mm -hmm. Well, and like two of my employees, they are having to homeschool their kids. So kind of what I've, I mean, I'm trying to work with them as best I can, you know, because you still want to get a paycheck too. Right. You know, so I've just kind of said, look, just come in later, take the time during the morning to, you know, get them set up with homeschool, help them finish whatever, or um, come in first thing in the morning and then leave early mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. um, to go help your kids or, you know, whatever they need to do. So, um, so it's, it's been working out, but I know they've been stressed out too, cause it's a lot. It is a lot. And even though mine's only in pre-K, our teachers have been um, very detailed in sending curriculum to us to do with them. And we have to take pictures and post it to this app called Seesaw. Mm-hmm. And there's accountability with that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've struggled with getting participation from my five-year-old, and I'm sure many moms have struggled to get participation from whatever age, you know, their children are. Uh But what I think is funny is, and some may think or not agree with my approach, but, you know, I think just because I have left the workforce and been stay-at-home, I just have a different outlook when it comes to schedules and mm-hmm. maybe I'm not setting my children up for success by kind of not abiding by any type of schedule. But <laughs> I just think that once you start school and you then you go to college or then you go and get a job and your life becomes so structured and so scheduled out for you. And I just feel like, you know, you just never get to be free like that you, you mm-hmm. are when you're the age of zero to, you know, yeah. kindergarten. Right. And since I have the opportunity to stay home with my children, I've really just kind of, um, you know, not really kept a schedule, I guess, with them in a yeah. way. I mean, yeah, we go to bed at night at a certain time and whatever. But like I see people post these schedules of like, okay, from, you know, 8 to 8.30, we're going to do this and 8.30 to 9 and then 9 to 9.30 right. and blah, 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 blah. And then you see them all like editing their schedule the next day. <laughs> no, that didn't work. We're going to do this instead. Updating all my followers. Try uh-huh. this, whatever, whatever. And I just laugh at it because I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, we do get the schoolwork done. Uh-huh. Sometimes it happens in the morning. Sometimes it happens during uh, nap time for my 18-month-old. Because that's the other thing. you got an 18-month-old that wants to do all the different things that the older child's doing. So, you know, you just got to find what works for you and your family. Right. And I just think if you are homeschooling and you're struggling with it, like, it's okay. It's going to get done. And they're going to rebound so quickly, I think, when school does go back right. in session. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's not, you You always have plans. Right. You just don't have, like, you know, a, a strict schedule you stick by. If you yeah. if you get it done, you get it done. And if you don't, that's okay, too. Exactly. And that, And that's a great way to look at it. I mean, you're right we're going to have so much responsibility as they get older mm-hmm. right now is the time just to let them be a kid. Right. Yeah. I get that. And honestly, my five-year-old is living her best life. I mean, she's in PJs all day or her swimsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm doing more laundry than I've ever done in my life. <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> I mean, we go through at least two different uh, PJ outfit changes a day. And then there's usually a costume or a swimsuit change in the middle of all that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and if we happen to go for a walk, I make her put on clothes. So, I mean, you're looking at like a four outfit change. Uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. four outfits a day. Oh my gosh. But the dishes are out of control because oh. you cook, you know, you're cooking so much more uh-huh. and uh-huh. I just, just leave, I'll leave those for Brad to do. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I got the kids to bed. You can do the dishes in the morning. Don't care. Oh yeah. So <laughs> it's just still, I know, I know everybody can relate. We hope we're making you guys laugh at that because we know you all can relate. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. I'm just good with, I mean, every night I have to go, when's the last time you took a bath? Like <laughs> seriously. <laughs> okay. So Siri, okay. So since we're going to share, so the first two weeks we were home, uh-huh. um, quarantine, I ha- Sloan did take, my oldest did take, I think two baths within those two weeks, but would f- refuse to let me wash her hair. <laughs> so finally I had to negotiate with her. Like uh, we're washing the hair uh-huh. like that Sunday where it was like two weeks. Uh-huh. She had so many knots in the back of her hair because she refused to let me brush it. And then, you know, there's some nights where I'm like, oh, did we even brush your teeth today? <laughs> Cause the yeah. days just like start running together. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's just like, they get up. So like, 
you know, kind of, which I'm not home with them, but let's consider my weekends quarantine because yeah, like on the weekends, they are. we can't go anywhere. Right. I mean, I can't go to the gym anymore where they have like a little daycare that I can toss them in and go do whatever. Um, and they like going to the gym by the way. So I'm not like pawning my kids off, but anyway, um, you know, so the weekends it's like they wake up, they come into the bedroom, I shove a Kindle in their face so I can get like <laughs> 45 minutes of like more sleep because I don't know why they're waking up at 6 30 in the morning but it needs to stop <laughs> um <laughs> and then you know then that's when they start asking for breakfast and then next thing you know it's I'm trying to find stuff for them to do to keep them entertained and if I hear mom one more time mm-hmm. like I had my weekend this past weekend was probably what you experienced today, today. the mom the mom and and like I'm trying I deal with it by yelling, which I know is not a good thing, mm-hmm. but it's like, I can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> Stop saying mom. And then I tell Brad to get up and go deal with it because <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> well, all this time on my hands, I have um, been considering very seriously starting to potty train my 18 month old. Like how crazy is that? If I start doing that, but we're during this quarantine. Why not? Yeah. Why we're not? Homebound. Is she showing any signs or anything? Or? You know, she is actually showing signs, uh-huh. but you know, my oldest did too. And I did start potty training her at 18 and she was sitting on the potty and peeing every time I would put her on there. And I would just do it every time I had to go to the restroom. Uh-huh. I would just put her on at the same time, like her little potty and she would pee. But she would never communicate to me that she needed to go. So there were times where she still would have a wet diaper, which is totally fine. I mean, she's 18 months old. Yeah. But then we ended up going on a vacation into the beach. And I was like, there's no way I'm going up back and forth with her to go potty every like, you know, hour or whatever. Uh So I threw in the towel pretty early on that and, you know, regrouped and went forward with potty training once she was like, you know, three years old. Uh Yes, she was late potty training. But I don't know, with this one, she is showing signs as well. Like she wants to, you know, pull her diaper off and like sit on the potty. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know, with all this time on my hands, maybe I should just go ahead and just let her her start potty training. Let her do it and see where it goes. (laughs) So I've, um, I wanted to, I don't know if anyone else feels like this, but with everything going on, um, when I go to the grocery store, or go anywhere, which is really just the grocery store. I don't know uh-huh. why I say anywhere. I literally, Jessica, come in and I like strip all my clothes off. I wash my hands about 10 times. And I always think I have it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> someone's coughed on me. Oh, or yeah. Or someone sneezed next to me in line. Um, so the paranoia factor is real. And um, I know a lot of you may be feeling that too. And I just want, you know, I really just shared a, it's normal, I think, to yeah. probably think that way. And yeah. You know, hopefully we're all being smart and safe and starting to wear our mask. I know the CDC has recommended that now. And uh, Mm -hmm. I know that we have a mask now that I'll be wearing next Mm -hmm. time I venture out. But right now, fortunately, I've been doing grocery pickup, which you have to schedule way in advance. Right. Yeah. Like I just try to. Well, Walmart didn't have anything open. I don't even maybe I didn't even look at it because I knew so many people were having like they would only do two days at a time. Yes. And then um, Kroger, I scheduled, I guess it was Saturday, but I couldn't pick up till Wednesday. Yeah, it's that's a long time. Mm hmm. So, but yeah, we, I ended up having to go to Target today for, for a work item that we needed and which there was nobody there hardly at all. Oh, wow. And I just kept thinking, God, I would just love to just roam the aisles, <laughs> stay for a little while. You're all in the home decor section. Everyone yeah, else I mean, is in the grocery section. You're in the home decor <laughs> section. Maybe I ventured over there for a minute, but no, I, I was, you know, you, I didn't want to stay in there longer than I have to. Um, and I had my mask on and as soon as I got in the car, put the hand sanitizer on all that kind of stuff. So, but it's definitely a different 
world now when it comes it to and Amazon is like backed up with shipping and mm-hmm. no more two day one day hardly I know at all what's the world coming to man <laughs> <laughs> you know I've really tried to watch less news I'm sure you have too oh yeah no I just don't I mean I'm, I'll listen more to my physicians that I work with mm, and what they smart. tell me and what they see smart because um, I think if you watch too much of that you know it's you know this side is gonna present it as the world's coming to the end the mm-hmm. other side's gonna present oh it's not a big deal it's all a hoax whatever the truth is always somewhere in the middle right and that's just kind of always you know that I've, I land is right. it's somewhere in the middle and we're just gonna have to see how it all pans out I know I'm interested to see how this is all gonna work out and you know I'm hoping there's not a flare back up in the fall when the flu season starts I know there's some say right. that there could be and you know, then it just makes you feel like it's never going to end. You mm-hmm. know, where's the end to this? And will the kids ever go back to school? And will we ever get back to like normalcy? <laughs> we didn't even know at the time was normalcy. I mean, I have a beach vacation scheduled. I'm going to need this to be over by the end of May. I know. Like really. <laughs> Everybody needs to flatten, help flatten the curve. Right? Flatten the so curve. All go on vacations and celebrate <laughs> and eat out again. And Oh gosh, yeah. Just be with friends. And Are you missing your chips and queso? Ones. Oh, Girl, I've been doing, making my own queso. <laughs> By the way, I, I told Jessica, I was like, I'm back to eating dairy <laughs> during the quarantine. <laughs> it is comfort food. But I am having to make sure I keep my portion smaller. But Good for you. I, you know, we're, we're all going to look like a busted can of biscuits anyway when we walk out of this. So <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> all those memes of like, just, you know, if you see me in a bikini, come summer, just mind your business. Yes. Yeah, I'll be right there with you. I know they're saying what the, instead of the freshman 15, it's the COVID-19. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, I know we can either walk out looking fabulous or walk out looking like we've enjoyed our time in quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, think about, so like my roots, like I will be fully gray mm-hmm. by the time this is all done. I mean, it's what I was kind of going for to begin with, but I'm going to get there like a lot faster now. <laughs> didn't plan on doing it this year but no now you will well th- this is where I'm I'm thankful that I'm not like a nail like I don't get my nails Me done either. you know I, I like my toenails to be painted but but yeah like I'm glad I don't deal with all that or have lashes and all that kind of stuff I know for once it pays to be low maintenance it definitely did pay to be low maintenance uh-huh for me too. Yeah. So I totally feel you, but I do feel for the high school seniors. Yeah, yeah. You know what I feel for um you know, anyone celebrating a milestone during this time, it's, it's mm-hmm. tough, you know, not to just be with friends and family. And, you know, I think about those that live alone that are, you know, single, um, mm-hmm. or, you know, divorced maybe or widowed and, but they're by themselves. And I think about that and yeah. that's gotta be tough to be going on, you know, your third or fourth week possibly of being by yourself right. every single day. Well, and think, think about all the innovative ways though people are coming up with to communicate like the zoom calls mm-hmm. and people are having like the virtual happy hours mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. So that's kind of neat that people are, are Connecting figuring and, out yeah. those kind of things to do. My daughter pre-K class has been doing a Zoom call every Thursday. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she did the first one and she had no idea you know, what, I, like, what this was or whatever. So she gets on and she was like, okay. And then, you know, like halfway through, she's like, I'm bored. Uh-huh. And then we had another one the second week. And so I told her, you know, we were going to have this call where she got to see all her friends on the computer again. She goes, oh, no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> so she wasn't feeling the Zoom thing. Oh my gosh. Look, there was this one thing I saw on Facebook and I was crying, laughing so hard. So apparently 
this work, you know, this company had like a, a conference call via Zoom or something like right. that. And, and I guess there's like filters you can put on there. I've heard that. Yeah, there's filters you can put on there. So they're kind of getting creative and funny with that kind of stuff. But apparently one lady turned herself into a potato. Oh, no. <laughs> and, so, and she couldn't figure out how to get it, <laughs> how to get it off. That would be me. <laughs> so, so she was a potato for the whole. <laughs> like, how can you sit there and be serious, right? <laughs> we can't even be serious about it. I can't even tell the story because I keep. <laughs> so I'm like, I see that in bed and I, and I am dying, like crying tears rolling down my face. And Brad is like what is wrong with you? <laughs> and I'm like, I could just see somebody on my team doing this, like to, to be a potato through the whole call. <laughs> well, maybe that'll be a way to get my daughter to actually enjoy turn her, her next it, Zoom turn call. Turn it into a potato. <laughs> oh, uh, you'll funny. be a teacher's pet. <laughs> well, at the end of the call, her teacher always sings a song or something and she'll unmute all the kids, but then somehow always ends up muting herself. And we're all trying to tell her, like, you're muted. We can't hear you. I mean, it's just chaos. And she's just kids singing her just heart like out. randomly saying things. She's singing her heart out. And I'm just like, and this is a private school she goes to. So, you know, she's singing something that's a little bit more religious based. And it's like, oh, you poor thing. Like, like we're trying to take this serious. And um, all you can hear are these kids like saying random things. <laughs> like I got a turtle or, <laughs> yeah. or like my daughter said uh I think Dexter pooped <laughs> which is my other child oh, oh yes uh, well things to laugh about when we look back on this I know right <laughs> Well, I do, you know, I do feel for, like we said at the beginning, anyone that's being impacted by this and small businesses I know are really hurting and the restaurant business and I mean, so many businesses. So, mm -hmm. you know, we continue to hopefully be able to support those that are local here in our area. We hope you guys are doing what you can to support, whether it's your local businesses, charities, um, any, any organization, food, pantries, anything food pantry, like that. thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another great place to donate. So time, money, food, whatever you can. So. So you haven't run on a toilet paper, have you? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I did see. So, so again, at Target today, I was up there getting something for work, but I did see they had toilet paper, but it was one per buggy. So I just went ahead for the hell of it and grabbed one. Oh, mine as well. Because who knows? Who knows? I mean, we've got some, I think. I don't know, but... Yeah, so I just went ahead and grabbed one. Well, with my husband being home and my daughter being home from school, like we're going through it way faster than we normally would. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely grab anything you can that mm -hmm. someone else may run out of on your streets. So well, you know that there was like a uh, um, uptick in people buying bidets. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sold out on Amazon. That's funny. <laughs> well, uh, I can see why. Yeah, totally. See when you why. can't find toilet paper, when you can't. <laughs> I know I miss my Cottonelle wipes. I mean, <laughs> and you can't find those can't anywhere find either. Those either. Oh so. goodness! Mm. Well, thank you guys for listening. We hope we maybe brought a smile to your face or brightened your day a little bit. And um, if there's anything we can do to support anyone that's going through a, a tough time right now, we would be happy to to um, for you to reach out and let us know how we can support you, whether it's in prayer or um, whatever else we can do. Yeah, just share and feel free to go to our Instagram page or our Facebook page and share what your mom sense is through all of this quarantine, COVID, pandemic. We, you know, we all need to laugh. 
um, to probably get through it. Yes. So share your stories with us. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Well, thanks guys for tuning in and we look forward to bringing you a brand new episode next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. For more episodes, please be sure to subscribe Bunch of Mom Sense on your favorite podcast app. Visit our website, www.bunchofmomsense.com. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram, Bunch of Mom Sense. Thanks again. Till next time.